Hi everyone and welcome to Take Ten for Turn number 817. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at takedenfortorah.org. So today I'd like to discuss a very interesting halacha, which is particular to Hanukkah. I'm not familiar with such a halacha in any other context, and hopefully we will be able to understand why. So the halacha is, comes up in the Gemara Shabbos, Amar Rabbi Zera, Amar Rav Masna, Amila, Amar Rav Zera, Amar Rav. So Rabbi Zera says in either the name of Rav Masna, or he's quoting Rav, that Psilos Shmonim Shamru Chachamim in Madlikin Behem B'Shabbos, Madlikin Behem B'Chanukah, Bein B'Chol, Bein B'Shabbos. So wicks and oils that you're not allowed to use on Shabbos. And the reason you're not allowed to use on Shabbos is because on Shabbos, if you're going to have a candle that fails, you're very likely, because you need the light, you're going to adjust it or add to it or do something which you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. So Rab says that those oils and wicks that are limited and restricted on Shabbos, you can't use on Hanukkah, whether it's Shabbos, Hanukkah, or a regular night of Hanukkah. Why? So I'm a Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya says, my time with the Rav, what's the reason for Rav? Because he holds two things. Let's talk about the second one first. means you're not allowed to use the menorah's light. That's actually a debate in the Gemara. We know that practically we do not use the menorah's light. But he's saying because you're not going to use the menorah's light anyway. So on Shamas, you're never going to have the problem that if it flickers, I'm going to come and adjust it because I'm not using it anyway as light. I'm going to have another light source. And also, that's the reason we're not concerned on Shabbos, but the reason that on a regular Tuesday of Hanukkah, we're not, uh, it's not a problem to use these wicks or oils, is because kavsa ain't zakakla. The halacha is that if it goes out, kavsa, if it's extinguished, ain't zakakla. I'm not attached to it. I do not have to light it. As long as we'll see, I have the requisite amount of oil in there when I start. As long as I lit it in a place where it can theoretically go for the half hour, which is the minimum, it doesn't matter if it actually does. If it's extinguished, it's fine. So the Gemara continues. The Chachamim reported this halacha before Abaya, a famous Talmudic rabbi, and they quoted Rabbi Yirmiya, and he didn't accept it. He he didn't buy it. This idea of Kavsa and Zakaka, that if it goes out, you don't have to care. Ki Asaravin, when Ravin came from Israel and reported the same thing, he said that the same halacha was reported in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, not only in the name of Rabbi Yirmiya, the Kibla, then finally Abaya accepted the halacha. So the Gemara says, Izakai. Uh, Abaya says, if I would have been lucky, and I wish I would have re- trusted and learnt this halacha originally, the first time I had heard it. So the Gemara says, who cares? You heard it in the end, you know the halacha. But you learnt it. And so the Gemara, the difference is that I learnt it now when I am older, and I missed it when I was younger. Very interesting Gemara. Well, like, what does that have to do with anything? But the upshot of this Gemara is that we have this very, very unlikely halacha of kavsa enozakakla. As long as I lit the candle and I had the potential within that candle for it to be lit for the requisite half hour, even if it goes out, that's okay. So the halacha on this is very interesting. The Rashba's asked, what if I'm the one who put it out? If I like was, I don't know, tinkering with the menorah and I accidentally put it out, he says, it still is kavsa enozakakla. I still do not have to worry about it going out, even if I'm the one who did it. Some disagree with that. Some say that for sure you shouldn't be relighting it, or at least you uh, it's a mitzvah to relight, but nobody holds that you must relight, because the Gemara and the conclusion of the Gemara is that we hold kavsa in zakakla. I'm not going to be attached to the candles, and so if they go out, that's okay. The Shulchan Aruch indeed 
paskins this way, the halacha, the practical halacha is that if I do have my lights go out, I do not have to relight it. The Ramah, the Moshe Isola says, if I want to relight it, that's great. If I want to, he says it, the imrota lahachmir al atzmo, if I want to be stringent, I can, that's great. But I don't make a bracha because I already did the mitzvah and I'm fine. So just as a reminder, you're okay is only true if they were all lit together, right? We try to light corresponding to the nights of Hanukkah. That's the fulfillment of the idea of mahadrin, minna mahadrin, being able to express all of which night it is. And uh, you would have to have all of them on at the same time, at least at one point. But as long as all of them were on at the same time, you've fulfilled the mitzvah entirely. And even if it goes out, if even if every single one of them go out, you're still okay, no problem at all, and you can move on and you don't have to worry. So this is a very strange halacha. So many people discuss reasons for why this would be. Why would it be that you're supposed to light candles and you're supposed to have the requisite fuel? You're supposed to put it in a place where it's able to last, but if it doesn't, it's okay. So there are a couple of reasons that are given. Uh, one idea, beautiful idea, is in Eretz Tzvi. Rabbi Eretz Tzvi Frumer writes in a Sefer. He says, I'll tell you why. He says there's something very special about Hanukkah and what this halacha teaches us. He says, first of all, We don't find this anywhere else except for here. It is only found in regard to this halacha. Why? So he explains as follows. It teaches us the nature of chinuch and education and how to relate to ourselves. He says, Hine He says, Chanukah comes from the expression of chinuch, of dedication, of specifically dedication at the beginning, education, which comes towards the beginning of something. Lahoros to teach, The main thing that we should be busy with, the main thing that we should be concerned with when we take on a new project is the haschala, the beginning of it. The If the beginning and the focused intensity is good in the beginning of the project, then, even if in the end it falls apart, I'm not able to continue, it, it atrophies, something breaks, it's okay. He says, the Neros of Chanukah teach this lesson, because the Neros of Chanukah are the light from the Mikdash, the light from the sanctuary, representing the menorah, Shemer B'Socheshkas HaGolos, which illuminates the darkness of Golos. Ki Hayom Rabu because nowadays things are hard. It's hard to be the perfectly committed Jew. It's hard to take on projects and to uh, be able to finish them to fruition. The Atuma. And it's really hard to finish the mitzvah in a way where it's really great until the very end. So therefore, So we have this mitzvah when it comes to Ne'er Chanukah, to give us the strength and to give us the ability to teach us. We can still prepare, we can still begin the mitzvah in goodness, with with our full aptitude, with our full abilities, because that's the main foundation even if we're not going to be able to finish it. 
And it's interesting, you know, we have this all the time. We take on new projects and we think, hey, I'm going to do this. And then our, you know, that little birdie inside, that bad birdie inside tells us, nah, don't bother, you're never going to finish it. Don't bother, you're never going to complete this project. You know, you want to start listening to the, the Take Tens? Don't worry, you're not going to be doing it. Four days later, you're never going to be doing it. I know you. You tell yourself, I'm going to start Dafyomi, I'm never going to finish. I'm going to start this project, I'm never going to finish. And so he says, it doesn't matter. The point is to energetically and enthusiastically begin. And that's why he says that according to some, why do we begin the candle lighting at Shkia itself at sunset. Many hold we wait after sunset, but some Rishonim hold it begins at sunset. He says it begins at sunset because we want to make sure we are started as soon as possible. Even though every halacha requires us to wait till nightfall, nightfall, right? It has to be night, night. That's usually the way halacha works. But here, goal is to do the beginning as best as possible, as early and enthous- as enthusiastically as we can. So we use that energy even at the first possible moment that we can go and do this mitzvah, even if it might be a subpar experience. We do it at the first moment that we can. And he explains, that's why the Gemara ends by telling this very strange story. This strange story about Abaya hearing the halacha in the beginning of a life and uh, not accepting it, and then later in life hearing it again and then saying, ah, I wish I had heard and understood and trusted this halacha, earlier in life. Why? Because this idea of Girsa the Ankusa. He says the beginnings are always important. The beginnings are always critical. So much more so when it comes to the beginning of our education. You know, a lot of us tell ourselves or we think about our kids, what's the point of the kid focusing so much on this project or on this mitzvah or on this serious Torah study if they're not really going to be doing this forever. I'm not going to really become that person. The answer is it doesn't matter. The way he puts it, he says, Yesh We should be very careful in our days of youth to watch out for any sort of thing that could be an obstacle for us. Because the same way that it's important in the beginning of a mitzvah to get it right based on this principle, he says it's so important to get our kids' education, our own education, in the beginning of our life right. Yes, it might not be that we end up becoming this great scholar or this incredibly pious person, but to begin with that experience is the point. So even if our candles fail, ultimately, or even if we fail ultimately, the purpose was the beginning, and the way we judge our success isn't necessarily how we end, but how we began. There's an incredible idea over there, something to think about as your lights are lit. Have a great day.